Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Buzzing About Romance podcast. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing The Defender by Gina Azee. Joining me to talk about this emotional single dad romance is Heather, otherwise known as Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads on Instagram. She is also the podcast Hockey Guru. Hi, Heather. Hello. Hi, Becky. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining me um, on this book. This is a new release, and we'll get to all the details about the release, but mm-hmm. I read this book, and I messaged everybody, and I'm like, oh, this book. Yeah. Uh, it dropped on my Kindle, and I knew it's like one of those things where you didn't want to read it because then it would be over, but you just couldn't wait to read it. Kind yeah. Of thing. Nope. I get it. I get it. So I'm excited to chat about The Defender with you. Um, Will you read us the synopsis from Goodreads? Yeah. As Boston's most eligible nanny, I'm nurturing, trustworthy, and professional until my one-night stand turns out to be my new boss. Hawks defenseman James Ryan is Boston's most eligible single dad. He's solemn, gorgeous, and an incredible father, but I'm drawn to him for other reasons. James's eyes reflect the same grief and hurt I'm drowning in. His twins struggle with the same pain that once destroyed me. Living with the Ryan family and caring for James's twins are both a salve and a curse. Soon what made us click one summer night over whiskey is wreaking havoc on our commitment to remain professional. Our friendship blossoms into something more, something searching, healing, and unbelievably complicated. Falling in love with Millie and Mason Ryan is easy. Falling in love with their father is something I never saw coming. If I give my heart to James, will he put it back together or will I end up more shattered than I already am? So um, The Defender is a deeply emotional single dad romance with sensitive subject matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a note from the author. The release date on this is August 5th, 2021. So it just released last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Tropes, single dad, nanny, one night stand, close proximity, widower, um, hockey romance. And then steam level, three out of five. There was a little, I mean, they have a one night stand to start it off with, but then it kind of slow burns. Right. For the second Um, This is book number five in the Boston Hawk series uh, by Gina, and we are going to trigger and content warning this um, because there was a lot in this book, and I know that there are lots of different feelings about content and trigger warnings, but I think the sensitive nature of this book, it needs more than just there's a sensitive subject matter. Yeah, I would 100% agree. I... I'm not generally a person that needs trigger warnings. And um, uh, ironically enough, I felt like you had kind of said, hey, just so you know, like this could have some trigger. I was, it was, I was glad that I had that warning. Um, There are several people within our community that have experienced a lot of these issues that are in this trigger warning. And if I'm going to recommend a book, to our community and to say, Hey, you all, you guys got to read this. It's really great. It's emotional. It brings lots of feels. I also feel like I need to be sensitive to the potential harm that could be to them in this book. Totally agree. Um, 
so trigger and content warnings on this story. It deals with grief, loss of a spouse, loss of a late-term pregnancy, past domestic abuse, anxiety, depression, divorce. Um, and the main female character, Bella, she does seek therapy. So, um, and there's a lot to unpack in this story. You know, typically we think hockey romance and we think light, fluffy, swoonworthy sports romance. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is different, but in a great yeah. way. Yeah, I, I would say Gina like brought it with this one. This is deep. Yeah. Real. And I did speak to her about this because we went back and forth about how much I really enjoyed this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it was a deeply, she did not go into detail, but she just said it was a very deeply personal story for her to tell. Um, and you get that in this book. You feel the author's heart in this yeah, story. Yeah, I agree. Uh, her and I also messaged back and forth. Um, and I just said, oh my gosh, they like wrecked me in the best possible way. And she said, I cried so many times writing this story. She said it, it, their story had to be told and it was so, she was, but it was real. Like she said, it was hard for her to write too. Yeah. Um, I love this series overall. I have read all five books in this series and then we'll get into later what the author has planned for the series. But I'm telling you, if you listen to us and you hear us talk about hockey romances, this is a newer hockey series and you should just read it. They're so good. They're so good. I, I, this is one of my favorite series. Yeah. And I've read a lot of hockey romance. We, we, we have read the hockey. Um, okay. So I'm going to start us breaking down and talking about characters, but I just want to talk about this one line that's in the book and it is so powerful and it just brings all the love to our, your heart. And it is something to keep in mind as we go through and talk about the rest of the story. Um, James says to Bella, I came to bring you home. And he, I mean, it was just so profound. She's like, why are you here? He's like, I need to bring you home. Like, right. We're your home. Um, and that was a big piece in this story, family and home. Um, so let's talk about James a little bit. Mm-hmm. Single dad. He has twins. Um, I it never I can't remember how old they are, but I think they're probably like kindergarten, first grade. Yeah, I I thought six, seven, eight, somewhere in that. Because so they're they were old young. enough to understand stuff, but not old enough to fully like grasp stuff. Right. Uh, so he's a single dad. He has twins, Millie and Mason, and he um, his wife uh was diagnosed with cancer and it's it was a pretty short battle of cancer and then she's been gone uh like two years yeah he um has a very large support system given the way a hockey team works so the hockey community you know his team and all the ladies involved um but his late wife Layla uh her family is super supportive of him um the, you know, his, her sister is there with the kids and just all around very supportive of James. Yes. And in the beginning of the story, you get this sense that James is, he relies fairly heavily on his in-laws to help 
with the kids and this the sister-in-law she takes the kids when he has away games and they're still trying to find their footing now that his wife has passed and he's back to playing hockey and I was not sure how that was going to play out with Ah. um with Bella entering into the story because so before we get to how they meet we'll talk about Bella a little bit Mm -hmm. um she when they meet well i guess we can talk about when she meet when they meet she's working as a bartender she's covering a friend's shift at the team's bar Bar. Mm -hmm. yeah it's their hangout they go after games when they're in town um and james it's one of the rare nights that he's out on the town with the team and he just instantly connects to bella Mm -hmm. something just drags them yeah they like just kind of see each other and then I mean, they just kind of end up at a hotel and right one night and around the corner. <laughs> yep. And, uh, he like, it, I mean, and we don't, we don't get much of what happens that night. Um, we just don't happens. And then he wakes up and she's gone. Right. We do know that she left sometime in the midst of the night. She did not stay. Um, and then it fast forwards a couple weeks. James is getting ready for the season He is getting ready to interview a nanny who comes highly recommended from a baseball player's family whose children no longer need a nanny. And this nanny is kind of sought after. She's a high end. Uh, She has a very specific skill set. She's understanding and can live in with the schedule that comes with him being a, a professional hockey player. And but who should knock on his door? But Bella, his one night the stand. one night stand. So that's where you get this. Sh- this girl's like got it together. I mean, like professionally, she is like, uh, she's going to be like a child uh, psychologist. She is like the cream of the crop nanny. Like she, as somebody who has child, you know, like a child development degree, she like cares about kids and knows kids and like, that's her jam. So of course somebody like, James, whose kids have experienced loss, have money, you know, they want the best of the best. Right. And so Bella, Bella comes in, she takes the job after they talk about it and decide that they can work together and be friends. And that sets up the start of the relationship. Um, just let's talk a little bit about Bella's character as who she is. Um, and then we'll get into kind of some of the extra stuff that happens mm-hmm. within the story. But Bella's very closed off. Uh, so closed off. Uh, she is one of those people who is able to put it on. So like when she's with the kids, she's 100% on. Like she's engaged. She's like there with the kids. And um, but then there's not much more she shares with them. No. At all. No. Um, and you don't really even get a sense as to how compartmentalized she is in her life until her brother shows up in town and James runs Mm -hmm. into him in the bar and he didn't Uh even know that her brother was coming to town. He didn't even know she had a brother. Well, I think it was the brother. I think she, he knew she had the brother, but the brother did not know he and her and James were together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There was a point in time in the book when she said something 
And James is like, what? He's like, I didn't even know that. And then it was like, I caught up to it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like in the same boat as James. Like, holy crap, this girl is so closed off. I didn't even notice it um, until almost, I mean, when it was all coming together, where it was like, you're not sharing yourself at all. Yeah. Um, you only get bits and pieces of her emotional baggage and loss. And it takes some, it takes a while for us to get there. Um, and those parts of the story are actually told to us as she speaks to her one friend and her therapist. Um, and the therapist plays a huge role in this story for not being part of the relationship. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Or the fact that James didn't even know the therapist existed. Right. Right. There was that piece too. Yeah. I think her coping mechanism. So she has this therapist and her coping mechanism for, um, all the pain and everything she's dealing with is to run. And I mean, I wish I had that coping mechanism, but this girl, there was, I think there was one time I went back and looked in the book because I was like doing the math in my head, which is not my jam. I went back and it was like, she ran like 22 miles in a day. Day, So yeah. it's, it's like an, it's part of an obsession. And so. Yeah. The compulsion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so both these characters have some major emotional baggage. Loss and grief is one of their connections. Um, and James is part of a family with hockey and his late wife's family. But all Bella has ever wanted was to be part of something bigger than herself. Um, to experience that James and Bella go through to get to their HEA is so thick with emotion, but also chemistry. Like there is, you feel this tangible chemistry on the page while you're balancing this fairly heady emotional baggage. Yeah. I have to say I was surprised. I going into this book, I really thought that James was going to be the really closed off emotionally stunted almost person Yeah. given just everything we've read in the past four books. I thought for sure it was going to be him. So it was such a flip for me that he was a little bit more open emotionally and it was her that was sort of like drawing lines. Yeah. It's one of those love stories too, that is so overwhelming and all encompassing. Like you are sitting there reading this book and you are having the, the highs and the heartaches you're feeling every moment. And this is one of those stories that just will stick with you. Oh, for sure. I can't tell you how many times I've thought about them and this book after I read it yeah and it's Um, it's almost like I'm I'm sitting there I was telling my husband about it I mean you know when a book is really good when you tell your husband and you make your husband (laughs) listen to you I even made my 14 year old because I was like crying in the car and my son is like what is wrong with you and I was like oh my god this story and he's like mom you know they're not real people yes they are you know what shut up um there's so the other piece of this story too that there is it's such a beautiful story and this is a story that is not often told and I think the power of it comes from the relatability of these characters um the fact that we don't often hear of you know pregnancy loss and then divorce and finding love after you know there's still like 
that bit of taboo about discussing pregnancy loss, but somebody was telling me that one in five women who experience pregnancy loss also will experience divorce. I mean, I thinking about our friends that have experienced pregnancy loss, it, it it's devastating. And yeah. it's, it's a grieving process. And anybody who has gone through loss, everyone grieves different. And it definitely puts a huge strain on your family. Yeah. And your relationship. It was, there's just something about this book. And I'm telling you, I, it has been a minute since I've read a book like this, particularly in this subgenre of hockey romance, you know, Mm -hmm. it was, I think this, the power of this story really, it, it shows that there are some people that need somebody to lean on, like someone to lean on, someone to love, and then someone to support, but then in turn can give that back to that person. Yeah. And not without giving too much away, but, you know, thinking about James, when he was going through his loss of his wife, the person he would lean on is his wife and his, it's his wife he's losing. And Bella's partner that she, when she was dealing with loss, was not that person for her to lean on. And so it trained her to think she didn't deserve or there, that person wasn't out there. But James, given his past relationship, realizes that another person can make you a better person. Yeah. And, and love defines your soul, but it also like can also help create your family. And that was something that was super important to both these characters that family and soul was, were connected. Um, okay. So Heather, did you like this book? Oh, yes. Loved it. <laughs> loved, loved, loved it. So much. Um, same here. I keep talking about it. It's just one of those, just one of those books that's going to stick with us. Yeah. And I think you've said it was really well done, really yeah. well done. So well done. This whole series is very well done. And this book, particularly given the subject matter and the way it is handled, it was beautiful and just completely well done. And it wasn't drawn out. I think some authors would have tended to take this story and draw it out. Yeah. I think that she, she did it perfectly. It wasn't overly drawn out. You, but you still felt everything the characters are feeling. The pacing in this book is very well done. There was never a moment where I'm like, okay, let's, where are we going? Come on, let's get there. Yeah, um, I agree. It was paced really well. Uh, who would typically like this book? I think people who love the single dads, I think somebody who really needs a book with deep connection and deep emotions. I don't want to call it angst because it's not, I, I wouldn't necessarily frame it as angst, but it's very emotional and deep. Yeah, it's different um, than angst. It's yeah. a book, you know, we talk about swoony books and we talk about angsty books. This would just simply be an emotional book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anyone, hockey romance readers, single dads, all I will say though is just be mindful of the content warnings. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there are certainly friends that I think I would not recommend this book to, or I would, I would definitely give them the content warnings and say, you know, this might be difficult for you. And I just want you to be mindful. Yeah. Um, so would you recommend this book? 
Uh, yes, I think I did. I think I told everybody in my, I mean, my 14 year old is like, okay, mom. Okay. Um, I would actually recommend the book, but also the whole Boston Hawks series. Um, I'm excited. There are another four books still coming in this series, um, that she has planned. There's the heart chaser, which comes out September 23rd. The trailblazer comes out November the 11th. The Hustler comes out January the 6th of 2022, and The Scorekeeper comes out March 3rd, 2022. And uh, I told Gina, I said, so, just plan to send those all to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to need those too. Can I just say, I, okay, I think that Panda might be my favorite, and we haven't even gotten his book, and I know his book is next. Don't it. worry, I've been on top of Gina. I'm like, hey, when are we going to read this book? But my favorite thing is you got a little sneak peek into Panda, but totally not the guy that you thought. And I was like, oh, you little tease, Gina. What are you doing to us? Right? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for his book. I really wanted his book. Um, I actually wanted his book before we even had Austin's book, like two books ago. So, um, but I wanted Austin's book before Easton's book and, you know, it kicks off with Noah's book, which is book one called Sweet Talker mm-hmm. and tell all of our listeners what we're doing right now. Oh, I'm super excited. So we have a giveaway going for a copy of book one, a paperback of book one in the Boston Hawk series. Sweet Talker. Um, yep. Sweet Talker. I- sorry. I didn't put the title in the notes. Okay. It's on um, me. <laughs> so it will be in our on the show uh, shelf notes. I'm saying it all wrong. You can definitely, we'll start at uh, the 10th, which is tomorrow. Well, this episode drops on the 10th. Okay. So today, if you are listening today, August 10th of 2021, you can go into our, onto our website, into the on the shelf show notes. And there is an entry form to sign up uh, Gina Aziz offered us a signed paperback that kicks off the series. And I was like, can I win? And she's like, I know. can you win your own giveaways? And I'm like, well, technically it's slightly unethical, but. But I mean, I know I'm like, Ooh, it'd be so I, yes, I need to add all these. So you can find <laughs> uh, me or uh, so check out buzzing about romance on Instagram right. and you can sign up there and then you can sign up on Gina Azia on Instagram or me, which is MN Hockey Mom Reads, all one word on Instagram, and we will be running the giveaway. <laughs> yeah, Super we excited. will. So if you're listening right now, the giveaway will be open to you first, um, and then it'll pop up on Instagram either late Tuesday, early Wednesday morning for you to have extra entries over on Instagram. So give a follow to, uh, to Heather, who's Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads, MN Hockey Mom Reads on Instagram. Um, also follow Buzzing About Romance on Instagram. And that will give you all the ways to win. But the first and easiest way is just go to buzzingaboutromance.com and have your chance to win a paperback because, you know, we can never have too many books. Well, like you and I say, I mean, we have all these books. We don't actually read them because they're all just for decoration. But we read the e-copies. <laughs> because they don't get messed up. Like, right? there's no torn, co- you know, bent covers or torn pages or. Yeah, they're so pretty. Know, smudges on the cover. I mean, yeah. right? They're so pretty. People. Priorities. 
right? Anyway, Heather, thank you for joining me for this buzzing about romance, quick shot of romance. Um, we'll see you next month, right? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Um, thanks, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 